Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now, you're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Now, now let me ask you this. Do you still dye your own hair or now that you've got the Penn National money, do you pay someone to dye your hair? Still dye my own hair, and unfortunately for me, I dyed my hair yesterday, and then I took a picture last night, and half the comments were that I'm really going gray, and those people don't realize that that's after I had dyed my hair that morning, so I really, <laughs> really am. I am very close to being Polly Walnuts in Sopranos and just having the wingtips. <laughs> that is a hell of a look. I think you should go with that. It's a little thin on top, though. I don't know. I I well wrestle done. with it. I, I, I wrestle with it because I do if I could get the actual wingtips, I think I'd go with the wingtips. I'd go full wing. How old are you now? Forty five? How Shut old are you? Up. Shut up. <laughs> you can't do yeah, that. You know, it's I'm like twenty five years younger than you. No, no, no. You're thirty six, right? Yeah. You're How old twenty are you? years younger than me. It, I'm, I'm 56. It really is depressing to think you, you could be my son. You're that be really soon. is. Yeah. Thanks. You're gonna be 40 gonna be, soon. Ah, that's fine with me. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm hey, gonna retire uh, at 40. Mark my words. All right. Um. Y- your hair's dry. You had the look an hour ago of guy who was running late got out of the shower, got dressed, and ran out the door because you had kind of that wet hair. Like, I didn't have time well, to really do anything today, and I just one, off I go. Okay, one, no. I, I was sitting here in this seat 20 minutes before airtime. Two, uh, I went to sleep at 1.30 in the morning because the Cubs were pitching a no-hitter, a team no-hitter. That's dedication. Three, I don't know what three is. I lost three because I was up so late. <laughs> All right, that works. Uh, let's answer some questions from the PFT <laughs> mailbag on our final edition before our involuntary summer break. At JTrain33, between you two, who wants Aaron Rodgers to be the happiest and have his best year? I, there's no question. It's you. That's You've been expressing genuine concern for the yes. mental health and overall yes. physical well-being of Aaron Rodgers for weeks now. He, he, it's a cry for help. 
He he feels mistreated, and uh, you can't you can't have that. You know, in today's world, if your boss is mistreating you, you got to get out. So Aaron Rodgers, you got to get out, man. Life's too short. Life's too short to be miserable at your workplace, and you're miserable at your workplace right now. So I care deeply about Aaron Rodgers uh, and his well-being and his his happiness and his mental state. So I really just want to see him have live, laugh, and love. You know what I mean? Dance like no one's watching. That kind of stuff. All kidding aside, I really do think he is going to play this year. Uh, Wait, I, I wasn't was kidding. I was before. not kidding. I was yeah, not kidding I, I know, at all. I know. I know. I know. I was not um, kidding. I want although, him to be happy. Although, I, although listen, I, I do think it's a better story, as I said earlier, for all of us who cover the NFL, if he is there. There, there, there is so much potential ammunition for dysfunction if he's there. If he if he's not, what's there to talk about? We talk, you know, Jordan Love and they're not going to be very good and maybe the Bears are a great value at plus 350 to win the division. But if if he's there, it's 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 got the potential to be very very compelling wire to wire. Um and I think he will be there. I I I watched Matt LaFleur's final OTA press conference last Saturday, I think it was. And there was something he said there that made me think he knows that Rodgers is going to be there. Talking about Camp Arms, Blake Bortles, Jake Dolagala, the idea that, you know, once we have, as we get closer to camp, more clarity, we'll probably be making some moves. I think he knows that Aaron's going to be there, so they're not going to need those, those Camp Arms that they currently have to distribute all the reps during individual drills. I need this to end now. For your mental state, for your mental happiness, Mike Florio, because you I enjoy just now told it. me hey. you spent an entire Thursday going through the COVID rules and a Saturday watching Matt LaFleur's uh, press conference. So it was 10 we minutes. need you. It was 10 minutes. We need you to have the happiness that you seek in life. So Aaron Rodgers, make a decision so Florio can stop obsessing about you. It was 10 minutes of a Saturday morning. It was mm-hmm. background noise as I otherwise was was uh, reading more documents to put some more pins together like Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. All right. Uh, at N9527 Narendra. I don't understand the first part of it. What is a big cat top 10 quarterback in the NFL? I prefer the second half. Which quarterback does he want to be Bears quarterback from the quarterbacks who played at Wisconsin University? Or have there been – well, I guess it would be Russell Wilson. It's Russell Wilson. It's Russell Wilson. quarterback yeah. who played at Wisconsin uh, that was ever any good. Well, uh, oh, Scott Tolzien. Come on. Come on. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Jim Sorge. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, so, real Who's quick. the other guy that's a coach now? Who? There's another who guy that's talking? a coach that will – oh, Daryl Bevel. Daryl Bevel, wasn't he? Oh, Daryl Bevel, yes, yes. Once upon a time? Yeah, yes, 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 in the 90s. Uh, top 10 quarterbacks – in general, should I just do the list off the top of my head to go make ahead. everyone if you got the super list, go mad? Ahead. No, I, I'm going to make everyone really mad because I'm going to forget someone and they're going to be very, very upset. All right, off the top of my head, this is better than Sims' list, just guaranteed. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, two. Tom Brady, three. Josh Allen, four. Justin Fields, five. Oh, shut up. Just should now see... Just what? Now, now what? you're wasting our time. No, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. All right, keep going. Baker what are the other Mayfield, five? Blake six. Bortles, six. Bo- no, I'm no. Blake Baker Mayfield, six. Blake Bortles, seven. Jared Goff, <laughs> eight. 
Yeah, Jay Jared Cutler Cullen. nine, <laughs> Jay Cutler nine, and then ten. I will go with Russell Wilson ten. All right, good, well done, well done. Uh, I, I I knew that that Blake Bortles and Jared Goff. Once I heard Justin Fields, I knew that uh, the, the list was going to go off the wheels. All right, the real Doctor Lou. Will the Steelers even come close to their Vegas win total of eight and a half wins? It really was a surprise yesterday to hear that they had released. David DeCastro, there had been some rumbling because he didn't participate in the mandatory minicamp that something was up, but that's just another piece gone from that offensive line. Hey, we're keeping Big Ben. We got Najee Harris. We, we got Juju Smith-Schuster back. They still need an offensive line or none of it's going to work. Hold on, Mike, though. I, I saw everyone talking about this yesterday. It has to be one or the other here. The Steelers had a terrible offensive line last year. They're, they couldn't run the ball whatsoever. And then they release or some guys retire or, you know, they, they turn over their offensive line and everyone says, well, how can you do that? Well, which one is it? But which one is it? Tell me which one well, it is. Well, well, it can be both. It can no. be. We had, no, like, like, hang on, hang on. We had a crappy offensive line and our four best offensive linemen are gone. So it's going right. to be even worse. But, they, but if they had a terrible offensive line, they must not have been that good anymore. Who, but who have they replaced them with? Next man up. Next man up. Do you understand up. what Next I'm saying? Up. But do you understand what I'm saying? What you can't saying. have it both ways here. If if the if the Steelers whoa, whoa, whoa. had a terrible offensive line last year and it was legitimately then bad, draft an offensive lineman in okay. round one. Then so, draft draft an offensive lineman. Trade up. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But the but turning it over, I don't know. I want to see it. There's odds are they're still going to have a bad offensive line. But you know what they had last year? A bad offensive line. So they're at least trying to change it, trying to get better. I don't know. I agree with you. They should have drafted in the first round. Absolutely. They also might just be like, let's just let Big Ben get killed. I don't know. I, I Listen, I think that Roethlisberger and the Steelers will, by the middle of November, regret that he came back for another year. They got Ooh. themselves all juiced up on this idea that – and, you know, it was in the aftermath of the season, just far enough removed from it. Hey, we were 11-0. and 0. If we fix this, fix this, do this, we'll be fine. Maybe they, they fell into your line of reasoning. Well, you know, our offensive line wasn't very good, so who cares if we lose four of the starters from our offensive line? Next man up can't be much worse. Let's go ahead and bring Big Ben back. Let's, let's load up the cannon one more time. I, I, I just, I, you know, this is the Tom Brady conversation at a higher level. Ben Roethlisberger, I think, is in the process of breaking down. It was the elbow two years ago. The knees last year were constantly an issue, even though he never appeared on the injury report with a knee problem. There's a knee issue. It may be that there's nothing to put on the injury report because he doesn't have any cartilage, and it's arthritis. And what can you really do for it? It's not like you're in the treatment room for it. You just try to deal with it. I, I just I, I think that it's it's not going to go well for the Steelers, and this DeCastro thing makes me feel even more strongly about it. All right, uh, let's see what else we have. We already you discussed understand this, my but point. Let's go ahead. You understand? I get your point. point. Okay, All but right. I don't see who they're going. They drafted a guy yeah. in round two. I just don't see where they're going to have better offensive linemen this year. Okay. And now, yeah. now I, let me let, let me add this point though, because um, I don't know that you and I have discussed this. There there was an excellent article at some point by Ed Bouchette of the Athletic talking to Jerome Bettis about commitment to the run and he thought the Steelers didn't have the commitment to the run and it's it's a mentality that is instilled in training camp so I think Mike Tomlin even though they're not going back to St. Vincent College in Latrobe they announced that yesterday but during training camp they're going to split it between their facility and Heinz Field Tomlin 
and the offensive coordinator and the offensive line coach, I think they are going to do everything they can to to make sure that they've got five guys who are ready to go out there and 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 be as aggressive and as dedicated and as driven as possible to opening holes for Najee Harris. We'll see if it works, but uh, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised to make a move or two. We'll see who's available that they could bring in on the offensive line. But and they signed Trey Turner yesterday, by the way, after cutting David DeCastro. I don't know if that's a huge difference, but it just shows that they know they need to do something. Bromani Jones. Hey, Big Cat, how many wins does famous Jameis eat this year? We talked earlier about him being an off-the-radar MVP candidate. What do you think the Saints do with Jameis under center, if he's the starter? Hey, he's going to be the starter, Mike. Your, your little Taysom Hill project is, is ridiculous. Uh, it's not my Taysom Hill project. It's Sean Payton's okay. Taysom Hill okay. project. He's got a slightly more important vote than I do. I'd have to look at their schedule, but I'm actually going to throw it out there. I'm going to think that the Saints are going to go – they're going to win 11 games. How many did 11 you say? 11 games. What? 11. The, the over-under is 9.5. Matt Casey was telling me the over-under is 9.5, so I didn't hear you say 11. So 11 and 6. Still got to get used to that. Not easy to do. Uh, I actually think they could win more than that because – their defense is still very good. They've got Alvin Kamara. Michael Thomas is going to be healthy again this year. And and, and Sean, Sean Payton is the master of drawing up all the way up until kickoff. New ideas, new looks, new plays. And, you know, Big Cat, in all seriousness, one of the factors that I think will decide who stays as quarterback, which of the guys between Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston is the most adept at, at processing a new stack of plays that Sean Payton has written up on the back of the napkin from breakfast as he has yet another brainstorm because he never stops thinking about new plays, and they install new plays all the time. Uh, a walkthrough on Sunday morning of a game, they'll put in new plays. Which of the two guys can process it and execute it with limited advance preparation or notice? That's going to be a big factor in who keeps that job as the season unfolds. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I looking at that schedule, just glancing at it, I, do, I think that they have 11 wins there. That roster's good to go. Like, it is. It, it, I've, I was a big-time believer that Drew Brees was holding them back the last couple of years, and that was a Super Bowl-worthy roster that had a glaring hole at the quarterback position. When the playoff games get here, everything gets tighter. You can't throw deep. You can't stretch the field. James Winston can do all that. So I think, uh, I think the Saints are going to have a good year. At Griff Jansen's, how many wins do the Lions get based on the pure grit of Dan Campbell? That's a great question. We saw the odds. 22 to 1 to win the division. I, that's a great question. I, I think they get at least two just on grit. Honestly. I don't know how many win the, wins they have overall, but two of them. Who are they beating? There's the 17 games. Give me the wins. Where are the wins? All right. Week one, meh. Well, all right, so they're going to beat the Packers. Come on. Um, they'll probably at beat Green the Bay. They're going to win at Green. Come on, come on. They'll come beat on. the Bengals. Uh, Eagles. They'll beat. Yeah, I. They might have three wins in here. The Broncos, maybe the card like that one. That stretch stretch at the end of the season, the six games. They'll get one out of that. And they're going to have yeah four wins. Five, five wins. I'm going to throw it out there. Five I think wins. five and 12. Five and 12. I agree with you. And and here, here's the reality. What the Lions are doing with kind of this old school Chris Spielman, Dan Campbell, kneecap biter vibe 
it's so different than what other teams currently do that if you have guys who buy in, if you have guys who will go out there and be kind of rough and tumble within the boundaries of the rules, that does give you an edge because that's something that teams aren't doing now. So it's Uh going to surprise teams. It's going to frustrate teams. You know, those teams that are a little extra physical, that play through the whistle, that will do things that other teams won't do that maybe put you at a greater physical risk even though they're legal. I'm not advocating anything beyond what the law and the rules allow. But if you have a team that pushes it to the limit, that team can be a pain in the ass and you don't want to deal with them. And I feel like that's what the Lions are going to be. I agree. It's there is a certain window here that Dan Campbell will have guys playing really, really hard for him. And if he can get a couple wins that they're not supposed to get and guys believing that can become something, that's kind of the the path here for him. And he's got Jared Goff as his quarterback. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's worth five wins in and of itself. I don't like your 10 and seven. Okay. You take, you would take Taysom Hill over Jared Goff, which is crazy. Yes, I would. The yes, guy who plays like five a- gadget plays a game is your franchise quarterback. AZ Skull 2, can we get Sims versus Big Cat at Rough and Rowdy? Sims loses and he does the show five days a week. I, I wouldn't mess with Sims. I wouldn't mess with you either, but I, I wouldn't mess me- with Sims. I, I, I don't, I'd reach is always the big advantage. Listen, I, I played a game of wiffle ball on Wednesday, and I am still so sore from it. My days are far, far over. <laughs> find that tweet. Someone find that tweet because we talked about I, Big Ben. I am so sore. I am just dead. I am I'm way over the hill. There's, It's over for me. So there's nothing that could get me to fight in rough and rowdy. And I like Sims. Even though NBC keeps offering me his job, I do genuinely like Sims. I, I, uh, I saw some photos from whatever it was you guys were doing on Wednesday. And uh, uh, relax, uh, relax. It, it was it was disturbing. There's not much avocado ice cream being served at whatever you guys were doing. I'll just say that. Relax. You're not. You're, you don't look so great either. Okay. I don't run around. I don't run around with my shirt off. I don't run around with my shirt off and have it photographed and put on social media. Hey, I admire. News, I admire the flash. willingness. News flash, Mike. You know what? Here, take this new. Take this breaking news and and, and hope that no other NFL insider steals it from you. I'm fat, okay? There's the breaking news. I'm fat. <laughs> As you get closer to 40, there are health reasons at play. I'm just trying to make you, you know, you got you got some young children. That. You got to be around for them. All right. I appreciate that. And tomorrow morning, that. and tomorrow morning you will inspire millions to go out and buy donuts as we await Once the Saturday a week. morning donut tweet. I'm telling you, I I it, it has inspired me to buy and eat donuts because those things that you buy, wherever you get them, they look damn good. The next time in New York, I got to go to that bakery. Okay. Yes. Uh, at Low T Contessa, why don't Big Cat and Florio get matching tats like Chris Sims and Shanahan? They are way closer. And, and That's just true. for anyone out there who doesn't know the story, Kyle Shanahan and Chris Sims were teammates at the University of Texas. They have each other's initials tattooed on their legs. Apparently, they aren't the only ones. There were multiple teammates who, who did. So there's this list of letters, like some weird Da Vinci code on Chris Sims' leg of letters. So if I'm going to get a tattoo, I'm not getting letters. I'm getting something more interesting than, than, than letters or initials. I'm going I, all in. I, do you think Chris looks at his tat now and he just sees Mac Jones? Uh, uh, or or Trey Lance, one of the yeah. two, or it just yeah. or it just says 
Or it just says Kyle lied to me. He should get it. It just yeah, throbs like Harry one. Potter's. It throbs like Harry Potter's uh, scar on his forehead. He sees the <laughs> KS, and it's just like it's like infected now. Twenty years after he did the actual tattoo, I never read I, that I, book. I, I don't have a tattoo, but I tell you, I, as I get older, I have this weird urge to go get one. Me too. And I don't know what it would be, but I want to get one. Me too. I I've talked about this extensively. I don't think that you can just be. 36 years old and become tattoo guy, but I want to be. I don't know how I do it because you have to do it. You can't just like start getting a ton right away. You have to ease your way into it. How do you do it where it's not like super, you know, in your face? I also, I think we can both agree. I'm probably never going to have a real job my entire life for the rest of my life. Hopefully knock on wood. So I can get a tattoo, maybe a neck tattoo, maybe a face tattoo and probably still do my job. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, look, I, I've got 20 years on you and I think about it. So I don't think it's unreasonable to think about it. Not that I would get a neck tattoo or a face tattoo. And I know you're I not serious just, about it, but Hey, if you choose to do it, go for it. I think we just talked ourselves into doing this, getting matching tats. Let's do it. Um, we got to pick, just, we got to get a good design. Let's just do it. Let's be wild and crazy, Mike. Right. It's the last right, day before vacation. It. Last day of school. All right. Uh, next question. It, which one? Here we go. At a Rhodes 27, big cat. First time, long time. When you buy your donuts on Saturday mornings, do you plan it out ahead of time or you just <laughs> caught up in the moment and improvise? No. So the place I go to in Brooklyn, um, it's got, it, it, it has a limited selection. So everyone always criticizes like, Oh, how'd you not get jelly? How'd you, not? they don't have, they make whatever they make. It's a place where it opens at, at 9am. And they just sell donuts until it's clo- until they run out, and that's how you know a place is great. So like it's usually out at, at noon, but uh, I do not. I, I sort of improv- improvise, but there's not a lot to work with. They're the best donuts I've ever had in my life. I enjoy my Saturday morning. I go with my son. We have a little moment. It's great. It's a little tradition. So everyone who hates on it, take a hike. Okay. I don't want. I don't want any negative vibes on Saturday morning. You had one recently that it looked like it had, and and, and I'm Catholic my whole life. I was an older boy. The the priest always had the big giant communion wafer. It looked like half of the big giant communion wafer on top of the icing. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. I think that was a cookies and cream one. So yeah, I mean they're they're incredible. And I again, I look forward to it. It's a nice little thing that I do with my son. Um, it's just fun to be able to wake up and be like, Hey, let's get in the car, grab some coffee, grab some donuts, bring it back for the family. Uh, Guess what? I like it. Newsflash. You got your two-year-old son hepped up on caffeine. It's a little early. Yeah. He has the coffee. He actually makes the coffee for me. (laughs) Let's let's say I've, I've noticed that you have become in recent weeks, quite the coffee aficionado as well. That's 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 actually longer than weeks. I just love just the memes because people are like, you're so lame. You're so over the hill. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm, I literally Google lame coffee memes and then post it on Twitter when I'm tired. <laughs> Which doesn't belong and why? We'll do that next on this Friday edition of PFT Live. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. 
But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Florio thinks he could take you because I brought up the topic of if Florio went against NFL insiders, like he thinks he could take Adam Schefter. Now, he can't take Glazer, but right. Shefty, Jason Lockamfora, uh, I think Florio yeah, thinks he could, he could take you. Well, he thinks he's tough. That's for sure. He does. I mean, he walks around with his chest puffed out a little bit, <laughs> as is anyways. But I have given him, Dan... Um, enough physical contact that he knows he can't take me. <laughs> that's that's one thing he knows, and he will say that from time to time. You know, when he is here in the studio with me on Mondays to do PFT and things like that during a regular season, I always hit on him and grab him and do those type of things. I miss that, uh, but I think he knows he, he better not mess with me. <laughs> no, I listen... Uh, David and Goliath is a compelling story because Goliath otherwise would squish David. Sims is Goliath and I am David, and I'm not taking my chances with a slingshot with that guy. No way, no how. What was that quote? I've given Florio enough physical contact? That was kind of weird. You guys just well, wrestling? I mean, he, 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 I, I sit next to him, and he swings that big giant paw over and, like, hits me and grabs my arm and, yeah. He does that. He abuses that, me physically when we're together. I love, the, I, I love the Dan Patrick show, but that was a topic that we I think we brought up to you five years ago. You versus Shefty versus Rappaport versus Glazer in a uh, hell in the cell. Without question. Now, I would not mess with Glazer. Glazer is, is a, an MMA guy. Uh, and he's and he's and he's wired differently than most other humans I know. And, he, and I've fact. said this before, and I think I've told I hope I've told Glazer this. Anytime I'm around Glazer, I feel like I'm around a dog that that quite possibly is about to bite me. And I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure whether I want to trust that he's not going to bite me. But I could take Schefter. I could take Rappaport. I, 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 I listen, you know that I'm not short. You I are. just look short. short on TV. You're short. You're very no, short. I've got six inches at least on Schefter and Rappaport. And reach, as I said earlier, reach is the key. When you're talking about fisticuffs, reach is the key. They come towards you and you pop them in the face before they get close enough to hit you. You've thought about this. I love this. I have. Oh, I have. <laughs> I have. Extensive research. Uh, what else am I going to do? Read, uh, read opt-out letter agreements? I mean, yeah. come on. I need something to pass my time. All right, which doesn't belong and why? Coaches on the hot seat. Matt Nagy of the Bears. Zach Taylor of the Bengals. Cliff Kingsbury of the Cardinals. Which doesn't belong and why? 
I wish that Matt Nagy uh, was on the hot seat, but I don't think he is. I honestly don't. I think he doesn't belong in this group. I, I think Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat. I think Zach Taylor, you know, you can make the argument that they know that they're not supposed to win right now, but it also, you could see the Bengals saying, okay, we have our franchise quarterback in Joe Burrow. If they don't win a few, the Bengals were frisky last year. If they don't maybe take a step forward from frisky to, you know, decent, that would probably be a sign that, like, hey, he's not working out. Matt Nagy has a rookie quarterback who uh, was drafted in the first round. They got another shot at it. It doesn't really matter kind of what the bear as long as Justin Fields doesn't come on the field and look terrible, I think he keeps his job no matter what. And Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury, I think will have a little bit of the heat this year. I really do. Because they they put some investment in the defense. DeAndre Hopkins, he's supposed to be the guy who's taking Kyler Murray to the next level. I think if that entire Cardinals team doesn't take the next step, that's gonna be a warm seat for Cliff Kingsbury. Now, a week ago, you said that that the Bears quite possibly would fire Matt Nagy, even though the selection of Justin Fields presumably gives him and Ryan Pace two more years because the Bears are the Bears, and they would go ahead and create total dysfunction by firing Nagy and bringing in a coach who maybe never would have drafted Justin Fields in a million years. I'm going to agree with you on on Kingsbury. I think the, the seat under Kingsbury is hotter than we realize. The time is now for this team to make it to the playoffs. I really do think it's playoffs or out for Kingsbury. They go find someone who will specifically construct an offense to get the most out of Kyler Murray going forward if it doesn't work this year in Arizona. The Bears division opponents, Vikings, Packers, Lions, which doesn't belong and why? I mean, the Packers don't belong in this conversation because they've owned the NFC North. And so, I would, you know, the, the Vikings, Lions, and Bears are kind of in their own class, and the Packers are above it, which stinks to say, but it's the truth, right? Yeah, and look, I, I came of age during the 20-year window between the Vince Lombardi Packers and the Mike Holmgren Packers where the Packers stunk for most of that period from 72 to 92. And uh, but but they clearly are the class of that division, 26 and six over the last two years. And I still think that even if Rodgers doesn't play, they'll find a way to to make it work. Matt LaFleur is a better coach than I think people are giving him credit for veteran quarterbacks ahead of rookies on the depth chart. Andy Dalton in Chicago, Cam Newton in New England, Jimmy G in San Francisco, which doesn't belong and why? Mm, I think Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G doesn't belong in here because I think that Jimmy G out of that group. You want to throw in the Trey Lance part where he is, you know, everyone kind of admits that he's a project and that there's the raw talent is there, but he's got to, they've got to work it through. I think Jimmy G has a chance that if he plays well, he's going to play the entire year. I don't see any circumstance that Andy Dalton plays the entire year. And I think it's pretty unlikely that Cam Newton plays the entire year. I'm going to say Cam Newton because I think he's clearly the best of the three. The question is how much gas is, is still he? in the tank. I think he's the best of the three. I think he is. I think he is. I think last year the COVID thing made it seem worse than it was. The late arrival in New England. He had a lot to learn, a lot to process. I think he's going to be better this year. Now, whether he holds off Mac Jones is a different issue. But I think of the three quarterbacks, if I had to take one to be the quarterback of my team, it would be Cam Newton. But what about the year before that? He was injured. What about the year before that? He was had, he good? Was he injured? He, like he I, had a, he had a shoulder. He played through a shoulder injury in 2018, 2019. He had the foot injury that knocked him out in week two. You got you got to manage him. 
you, you can't. Here's the problem. And I think this is one of the reasons why he's had so many injuries. When you see the guy, he is a giant. He looks indestructible. And you give yourself into the temptation to run him into the line of scrimmage and, and let him get physically abused on the football field. And guess what? He's made of the same stuff the rest of us are made of. That's how he's had so many injury issues. So th- there's never been, I think, a coaching staff that protects Cam Newton from himself. Because I think he believes it too. I, I, I'm, I, he is a giant, but he I'm still just, can get injured like anyone else. I'm just looking at it right now. I mean, he just hasn't been the same guy since his MVP year. He's been, you know, there's a decreasing value of what he's been, but I, that's why I push back on the idea that, like, oh, COVID and it's short minicamp. Like, maybe there's a chance that Cam Newton just isn't good anymore. Could that be a possibility? They brought him back, though. But they brought him back. They wouldn't have brought him back if they didn't think he was any good. They would not have he, brought him back. I, I, I don't remember know. There was a thought. There was a report. At one point, they weren't bringing him back, and they brought him back. Okay. I I, I, I just think that Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, you know, he was he still had a good year the year they went to the Super Bowl. He got injured last year. That thing fell apart. Their roster is still really good. He still has uh, George Kittle. So, I – Kyle Shanahan's system. I don't know. I, I just think Jimmy G could get a little hot here, and especially with a guy like Trey Lance, who is a project. Everyone admits that. You could see him playing the entire year. And that makes the whole decision to trade up from 12 to 3, give up two extra first-round picks, give up a third-round pick, have this month-long mystery of what are they going to do. I still don't know what the 49ers are thinking, and I think that this is the aftermath of their acknowledged failure internally to not draft Patrick Mahomes and to not take Tom Brady up on his desire to come be the 49ers quarterback in 2020. All right, one more real quick. Bears first-round picks, which doesn't belong and why. Mitchell Trubisky, Kevin White, Cade McNown, which doesn't belong and why. Ew. Uh, You know what? Mitch Trubisky doesn't belong in that group because as much as everyone makes fun of Mitch Trubisky, there's a couple, like, just facts that makes him not – Kevin White or Kay McDown. Kay McDown played, you know, I don't know, 15 games. He started 20, you know, 15 to 20. Eh? He was in, because remember they did the, like he was going in a series here and there. So he played, let's just say, le- definitely less than 30 games for the Bears. Kevin White played a handful of games for the Bears. Mitch Trubisky played four seasons. They went to the playoffs twice. Like he, he, the problem with Mitch Trubisky is he was drafted in front of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Kevin White wasn't drafted in front of an all-time wide receiver. Kay McNabb wasn't drafted in front of an all-time quarterback. Like, Donovan McNabb was the second pick in that draft. So, I, it's, it's Mitch Trubisky. As much as everyone piles on him, he should not be in the same conversation as those other two guys. Yeah, you make a great point. And you get him in the right system. You get him in the right offense. You get him on the right team with the right coach. And there's still hope that Trubisky can turn into something in the NFL. Let's take a break. There's a new rule that's effective in 2022 that inspires our Friday draft. We'll do that next year on PFT Live. All right, new rule for the NFL. As of 2022, a secondary helmet is permitted. One important caveat, though, if you need the uniform to go along with the secondary helmet, it's too late to, to have the uniform ready for 2022. So you know, we may not see some of these until 2023, but our draft today, best helmets, 
for uh, secondary purposes. Trivia question, who holds the Bears franchise record for interceptions thrown, Big Cat? Is it, you know. Are you doing this to hurt my feelings? No. No. Testing your knowledge of your favorite team. Is it? Is it Either you know or you don't. It's not Cutler. It's, is it? No. Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman. Franchise quarterback. Oh, because he threw Played some. The yeah. yeah. Okay. And it was the old days back when they had a lot of interceptions. Yeah, it's not yeah. even close. They used to have okay. a lot of interceptions in football. All right. Uh, first pick for me, it's it's the the, the Buccaneers, the Creamsicles. We're not going to see them until 23, but without Terrible question. Pick. I love – they're so uh, – no, it's a great pick. And nostalgia. Listen, let me enjoy. Let me enjoy the time. There was a world before you were born. The Tampa Terrible Bay Buccaneers pick. were part of that world. They were part of my world. They were beautiful. I want them back. All right, go ahead. You're up. Okay, uh, mine is. I can't believe you didn't go to number one here. The best ones: Kelly Green, Philadelphia Eagles. I like those. Not as a first round pick, but I do like yes, those. A first and they should pick. go back to that. They should go back to that as their regular uniform. There's been 20 years of this other weird dark green with the the weird numbers. They should go back to that. That should be their base uniform, not an alternate uniform. Pat Patriot, second round, final answer. Bring it back. 2023, wouldn't it be great if somehow, and it's not going to happen this year, obviously, but the next time the Bucks and the Patriots play four years from now when Tom Brady is still playing, they'll have Bucko Bruce and Pat Patriot when they square off. That's what That would be something. Off. All right, you left. You literally left the best two helmets on on the, the board. No, like, I I'm didn't. Surprised. I took the best two. No, you didn't. The Broncos light blue is is the best. That that is incredible. That's an incredible helmet. That one I'm very very excited for. Look at that with the big D. Come on, that is. I just dominate. I dominated you, and I still have a pick left. Just Mike stop. Florio, just you stink at drafting. Let- let me let me explain this. We likely will see that one in 2022 because the Broncos already use the old logo on their dark blue helmet as their color rush uniform anyway. So they don't need they don't need to be able to submit plans for a new uniform to go with the helmet. I suspect that they'll have that. Now they have to let everyone know by July 31 what they're going to do, but I suspect to see that on the field in 2022. Next one for me and this isn't throwback. This is this is fast forward. This is the Bengals going with the white helmet to go with their white-on-white uniform. The white Siberian Tiger uniform for the Bengals. That is the one that you should have taken with your first two picks. You're not thinking forward. You're thinking backward. Wait until the Bengals do it. Everyone is going to lose their minds. And they'll still be the Bengals. Well, yeah. Yes. There's a coolness factor you need. So who gets the Oilers blue helmets? Those cool, those cool throwbacks. Who gets that? Titans. 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 Not the Texans. Easy. Yeah. That's an easy pick. Another beautiful, beautiful helmet. Look at that helmet. Come on, Mike. That's a but great you helmet. You want the, do you prefer the white? Do you prefer Whatever. the white or the blue? Give me both. They can, can do they both. They can do the white now. Right. They so can the do blue. the white now. They just peel the they peel off the the decals and put those on. Yeah, they have dark helmets now. Oh, that's now. right. They got the. They got the. That's right. They got the bowling ball helmets now. I forgot that the Titans got rid of their white helmets. So yeah, yeah they could. Either one is an alternate helmet. They're gonna have to pick one or the other. So you want white or you want blue? Let me know so I can let light the Titans blue. know what you prefer. Light All right, blue. Light blue. All right, let's take a break. We'll uh, wrap up this Friday edition of PFT Live right after this.
All right, we're wrapping it up until after the Olympics. Big Head, I need your advice since we're shutting it down from a football standpoint. Summer sport to gamble on. I don't gamble, but if I were inclined to do so, what 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 is the best one to invest a few shekels in? Baseball's fun. The Euro's going on right now. Soccer's fun. Um, you just heard me. out. We had Paul Rabel on today's part of my take. End of July, I think July 31st, my guy Jake Marsh is going to be on the call for the Water Dogs. My lacrosse team playing on the on the Peacock. So uh, check it out. It's going to be great. You, you have a, a very intriguing, motivational approach to the Water Dogs. I've noticed that on Twitter. Yeah, you, you know, some very pe- hard through negative some, reinforcement to right, prop some, up the Water Dogs. Some people are like, oh, this is, you're being so mean. Guess what? I'm not a lacrosse fan, so I'm going to talk about it naturally. I don't really like lacrosse, but I've somehow become like a lacrosse fan. I actually turn it on and watch it. So uh, my only question for you, Mike, before you go, will there be a day in the next month and a half that you will not post a blog on Pro Football Talk? Absolutely not. There hasn't been a day since January 1 of 2004, the only New Year's resolution that I ever stuck with. I've stuck with it 17 years later. Unless I die on the day when they take out my wisdom tooth next Thursday, then that would be a, a different problem altogether. But the streak will continue. I'll get a tattoo of you if you the die taking continue. out your wisdom teeth, okay? I'll get a tattoo of your face you know, if you die in that procedure. S- suddenly, it doesn't sound like all that depressing of a potential outcome and many would possibly agree with you that's it we'll see you soon enjoy the next few weeks with the wells fargo active cash credit card you can earn unlimited two percent cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 